You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thank you for listening. Today we have Jody Shikoin from the Northeast Great Pyrenees Rescue, or Peer Rescue, N-E-P-R for short. And she'll be talking to us about two dogs, which are named Shady Girl and Grizzly. And they're both available for adoption from the Northeast Great Pyrenees Rescue. So we'll be right back with Jody after these messages. Take Me Home, we'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition. This is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Jody 
from the Northeast Peer Rescue. We're going to be talking about a great Pyrenees named Shady Girl, and actually more than one. We're going to talk about two of them, Shady Girl and another one named Grizzly. So thanks for joining me, Jody. Oh, it's great to be on your your show, Susan. Thanks so much for inviting us uh, from Peer Rescue. So tell me a little bit about your rescue, actually, and what you do and... Uh, Northeast Peer Rescue was established um, about eight years ago, and uh, our organization is dedicated to uh, adopting peers throughout the entire Northeast. We cover from the Canadian border um, down into New Jersey, and uh, this year we've just opened up trying to help Delaware because there hasn't been any rescue um, in Delaware and uh, not a lot going on in New Jersey. Our group rescues anywhere between 35 and uh, 75 Great Pyrenees um, each year. Uh, we have a very strong adopt local uh, policy. We only adopt within our region. We have around 150 volunteers uh, that help us and that network throughout this large region of the Northeast. Um, we're a group that uh, focuses on, uh, the, on the purebred Great Pyrenees. We look for purebred um, Great Pyrenees qualities um, in the dogs, and to the best of our, our knowledge, these dogs are, um, are truly Great Pyrenees and not um, necessarily mixes, because sometimes with mixes you can't really assure you know, what, what the dogs are and what they're mixed with. We do help um, people that are trying to place their peer mixes. In all cases, we go out and do home visits and assess the dog to see um, you know, who the dog really is. And then um, if the dog does have the qualities of the Great Pyrenees, we will post them uh, on our website. So when people go to our website, they will see uh, some mixes on the site. But they're primarily um, uh, purebred um, Pyrenees that we have screened and that uh, we feel will uh, work well in um, homes. Mm-hmm. They're not a breed for everyone. Um, they're an independent-minded breed. They are not a herding dog. They are a guard dog for uh, livestock. Um, this makes them uh, strong protectors of, of uh, house and home. Um, they should not be aggressive in any way uh, unless there's a threat to a family or, um, or other animals within the family. They're usually quite good with, um, you know, cats and, and uh, oftentimes dogs within, within a family, but sometimes they're uh, a little cautious about uh, letting other dogs into their territory because they can be protective of their people that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they also are a breed that uh, barks because that's how they defend their property, so they're not a breed that can be sort of left outside or tied out. Um, and they are still the most popular. The breed goes back uh, to its roots about 5,000 years ago as a guardian for sheep and goats and other kinds of livestock. And to date, they are still the most popular livestock guardian on farms in the Northeast because they're very discerning breed and they will protect the sheep and keep coyotes and things away but if little kids crawl underneath the fence and make a mistake they're uh, much less likely than some of the other livestock guardians to uh, to go after them they'll just try to back them away um, from the area so they're very intelligent uh, breed um, they're uh, sometimes difficult to train to go off leash and um, they'll they'll wander off they consider 
what they can see to be their boundaries that they should be checking out. So um, it's not that they can't be trained, but they take uh, a fair amount of patience in, uh, in training them uh, because they're very, very independent-minded and extremely smart. That could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, and they need they need a family that um, really everybody sort of agrees right up front to what the the rules are going to be around the house because uh, if you don't establish the rules for them, they'll make up their own rules. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, that's so important to have everybody be on the same page when it comes to the dog. It's like we're going to have these commands and these rules, and this is let's not. Uh, start uh, confusing the dog. <laughs> yeah, or they'll have you very confused. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, tell me a little bit about the dogs that are available for adoption, Shady Girl and Grizzly. Sure. Um, Shady Girl, um, we're, uh, she is on our, on our website, and um, she is right here with us in the Northeast. She's a two-year-old female. Um, she's spayed and has all of her shops. She's an absolute... Sweetie Pie. Um, we're thinking about changing her name to Ladybug because there's not one shady thing about her. <laughs> she's just fabulous with uh, people, kids, dogs, cats. Um, she uh, is with other dogs uh, and in a family situation. She's uh, house trained in, in foster care right now, and um, and she uh, she's just she's beautiful and um, and she's a she's just a sweetheart. Her uh, situation was that uh, she had a family who cared a great deal for her, did not want to give her up, but with the economy the way that it is, um, they're working um, two or three jobs and uh, just really felt that, especially for a young dog, they just didn't really have the time uh, to care for her. So they um, talked to us, and of course, we don't have any problem uh, uh, taking in such a, such a wonderful, wonderful dog. She's a cuddle bug very, very fun and very sweet. And I'll vouch for the fact that she's beautiful. I mean, her pictures are just gorgeous. Thank you. We have, we've got, we've got some really beautiful dogs, both inside and outside. Yeah, <laughs> you can just tell, sometimes when you look at the pictures, you can just tell that this is a sweetie. Yes, yes, none of, there no, none of those side eyes or anything. Exactly. Yeah, it's the eyes. Yeah. So on Grizzly, yeah. how, tell me a little bit about him. Grizzly is 12 years old. Um, Piers are the longest living of the giant or large breed dogs, um, and um, that is certainly a senior dog. There's no doubt about that, but, but Piers, we've known several that have lived well past 12. He doesn't have any health problems. There doesn't seem to be really any orthopedic uh, problems that we've been able to find. He's with several other dogs um, in a family foster situation right now. And he's great with the other dogs, um, plays, has energy, and is um, just a really wonderful, wonderful, wonderful senior dog. He is not yet, the picture's not yet up on our, on our website on him. He's just been with us for um, a few weeks, a couple weeks. And um, his situation was that his family was moving and they didn't want him any longer, which, you know, we can never understand this with these older, older dogs, but he is just a love I love dogs, cats, people. He's actually got some chickens near his at his foster place and doesn't have any problems with them. And he's now, you know, he's he's just great, just on the couch and just waiting for waiting for his forever home. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, it sounds like the personalities of both of these dogs are really pretty easygoing. They are. These these two are are really um, stellar examples of of the breed and and what Piers really 
um, should be and can be, but um, sometimes when they come into rescue, we're not this way. Because those are two really um, terrific dogs we have, and uh, you know, on the website there's there's some others there that are that are really nice too. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be back with Jody after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win With Dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and win with dogs. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Jody from Northeast Peer Rescue. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're talking about two dogs named Shady Girl and Grizzly. So if you were able to describe the perfect home for these dogs, what would it be like? And they might be a little bit different given their different ages, but... Well, I would say that we that we would like to find a family who has, has time for both the dogs, you know, because they do just greatly enjoy uh, being, with, uh, being with people. Um, I would say in Shady Girl's case, because she's younger, you know, a nice fenced yard where she can, uh, she loves kids, so playing with kids would be especially fun for her, but um, where she can do some running around in a fence situation, like I say, they have a tendency to wander, so mm-hmm. they're much better in a, um, in a fenced uh, situation. In Grizzly's case, uh, he's pretty mellow as an older guy, and, um, you know, he would probably be happy to sit out in the sun, doesn't necessarily need kids to play with, but he's he likes kids. There's, that's not an issue. So uh, perhaps a you know a, a retired couple or something that was uh, home or a family that was home um, you know for sections of the day would be ideal uh, for both of them. Uh, just one having a little more energy than than the other. Mm-hmm. So as far as the personality of the human who would be best suited to care for these dogs, do they need to have a lot of dog experience or or any other requirements to be a good owner for these dogs? Uh, no, it, um, just as I had mentioned before, I think peers especially need people who um, are consistent or they will start creating their own uh, rules. Um, they uh, can't be left outside for long um, periods of time. They're not a super high energy uh, dog and, you know, when you measure them against some of the other breeds. So, they're pretty, uh, you know, they get out for their, you know, daily walks. All dogs need exercise, of course. But um, they aren't a super high-energy dog. This isn't a dog that you've got to be trying to find something to keep it 
busy or it's uh, all the time or, you know, get into trouble. They're, they're great house dogs. They love to just kind of hang out and, you know, they'll just hang out until you decide to take them for a car ride and a walk or, or whatever. Love to ride in the car, most of them. They're usually pretty, pretty mellow house dogs uh, for the most part. They will bark when, you know, people come by or somebody comes to the door. So um, they're, not, they're not so good for, like, um, apartments where there's thin walls and condominiums and things like that just because they will bark when they hear things. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, um, you know, as long as a person is consistent and they're uh, patient in, in training them just because they are independent-minded, they're not going to drop to a sit like Labrador the first time that you tell them. They'll sort of go... Why would I do that? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> if right. I have to. Yeah. I mean, they certainly are, you know, obedience trained. All of mine are. Um, have done rally obedience and other things with them, agility and various other fun things with them. But, you know, just the, um, they they learn differently than, um, than some of the other breeds. So just being, you know, patient and consistent, having a great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's important, important for many <laughs> dog owners, really. Yeah. So do either of these dogs have any types of uh, quirks or habits that a new owner should know about other than barking, which it sounds like is kind of it's typical? generic. Yeah. Breed, yes. yes. Um, no, the two that I picked actually have, I, I was trying to think about that in terms of any quirks or habits, um, nothing. They are just really sound, um, great, great dogs. I, I couldn't think of, of one thing to say. You know, I know m- most of them do, but they don't, neither of them really chew. You know, we, we haven't really seen anything. One of, one of the important things, I think, with our group is that we're very careful in screening the dogs. Um, almost all the dogs come into foster care where we can um, have a little bit of time with them yeah. um, before they go out. So it isn't like they come in and they go right out and we don't know the dogs well. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the dogs, we, we are very careful to screen to be sure that they are what people have told us that they are. Yeah, which is, so. of course, not always the case. The case, and, you know, when you're moving dogs quickly and they're tied turnarounds, you really don't know very much about the dogs at all. Mm-hmm. You'll see on a lot of sites, you know, there's, there's never any problem with any of the dogs, and it's in part, I think, is because they aren't screened, so they don't really know. They're just trying to move them from the situation, and... So yeah. we just have a different philosophy. We, we um, you know, we certainly want to get dogs rehomed as quickly as possible, but we're not going to um, sacrifice anything to do that. We want to be sure that the homes are right. We do home visits on everybody before they get dogs from us. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said, they have to be within our region. Any place within our region, we will place dogs. But um, we have to meet the people, and they need to meet the dog and be sure it's a match. Mm-hmm. It's very important for us. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I know there was actually something else that you wanted to mention about uh, Rescue, the book that you were talking yes. about. Yes, um, the actually co-author on the book is called A Dog Lover's Guide to Canine Massage, and this is a book that um, was specifically designed for owners so that they could do massage themselves um, on their own dogs, and it is being sold... Um, through rescue organizations now and shelters because what they're finding are these techniques can be uh, used to help relax dogs that are anxious in rescue situations or in foster homes. And um, 
the book is really set up. It's the only book of its kind that is really geared uh, for for owners. It has a lot of pictures and a lot of description about how you can do massage. It talks you through doing a massage um, and uh, and stretching on dogs. So this has been very very um, helpful in working with uh, with rescue dogs, especially when they when they first come in um, to us. And as an adjunct to that, there's also a new CD people can look for called Through a Dog's Ear. And this is music that was actually created by a veterinarian neurologist um, with a person who had a PhD in acoustics. And they studied what kind of music works best in calming dogs. Mm. And they're using this music now in shelters, and we use it with um, with rescue also in conjunction with um, doing some body work and and uh, and massage work. And the other thing I wanted to mention to people who are involved with rescue, whether you've gotten a rescue dog or whether you are active in rescue efforts, is that um, I have a business called Fitter Critters, and I do physical rehabilitation on dogs. I have an indoor swimming pool and a gym. And we do, um, this is becoming more and more popular throughout the United States. Uh, people are getting now certified, veterinarians and physical therapists are getting certified in canine uh, rehabilitation. And a lot of us uh, are committed to doing uh, free work um, or very, very low-cost work for dogs that are in um, in rescue or in shelters. I've worked with dogs who have had greyhounds that have had fractures and um, even overweight dogs that are very, very overweight um, and dropped off at the shelter and they're practically not adoptable in the condition that they're in Mm -hmm. um, doing this kind of work. So I would encourage people to look within their areas for, um, you know, places like this where they may be able to help them if you've got sort of a a stiff, achy senior or you've got a dog that um, just needs a little bit of help. Uh, a lot of us are very willing um, to help people, you know, in that situation. That's really great. Actually, I know that when I was working at a shelter, I did, and actually when I worked as a vet tech, it's amazing the difference that massage can make on a dog, particularly a dog that's just come into the shelter, and how incredibly scared and nervous they are. And they just, they respond it's really amazing to see. So that's uh, that sounds like a wonderful book. The um, the book uh, the book is now available through like uh, Barnes and Noble and uh, Amazon dot com um, online. Um, they can get it through through my website too. Um, that's bittercritters dot org. Um, they can get it through caninemassagebook dot com. Um, okay. That's another place that people can order the book if they're interested. Great presents, too, for all your dogs. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really, you know, these things that we can do to make the dogs' lives um, better. And, of course, rescue is very dear to my heart. I'm the president for Northeast Great Pyrenees Rescue. And things that we can do to make their lives better is so rewarding and, um, you know, makes us all feel so good, you know. Exactly. Well, that's really great. At this point, we're out of time. and oh, I Thank you so much, Susan, for this opportunity. <laughs> well, it's my pleasure. It's, uh, I love doing this. I mean, it's, uh, it's so much fun to find out all the wonderful things that people are doing in rescue. And uh, Oh, you know, I was just thinking we should say the, um, the, our website, so if people wanted to look at any of Yeah, them. actually, I was going to spell it out because it's not uh, 
It's not an easy one. But if people would like more information about Shady Girl and Grizzly, you can visit the Northeast Peer Rescue website at www.nepyresq.org. Excellent. You got it right. Yay. (laughs) So if you're involved in rescue, check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on Take Me Home, just click the contact link on the site to get in touch with us. Transcripts of this show or any other show on the Pet Life Radio Network are available at PetLifeRadio.com. Just click the Take Me Home link to get to our show. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at susand at petliferadio.com. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.